Welcome to Fright Night. Listen to them. Children of the night. What music they make. One thing I never could summon. All the damn vampires. Welcome, all you spooky little fuckers. (laughs) (laughs) Do any of these fuckers (laughs) ever burst through the wall and just have a big messy shit? Uh, Hi. Hi, guys. Uh, I'm Skeletoni. I'm Taylor of Terror. And this is, of course, the Graveplot Podcast. And you have just happened to stumble... Upon the best time of year for our show, and that is the month of October, wherein we conduct a little ritual we call Octoberama. Uh, if this is your first time joining us for the month of October, welcome, welcome. Thank, uh, thanks for thanks for joining us. Uh, Octoberama is something we do every year to uh, help celebrate and build our way up towards uh, Halloween. Um, where we put out a new episode every single week, as opposed to our bi-weekly uh, program. Schedule. Schedule program. Um, And uh, each week we do a themed episode with our uh, movie reviews. Uh, This week, we we always start out the month with uh, Week of the Vampire. And uh, next week will be Week of the Zombie. Week three, we've got uh, our gravediggers on Patreon picking the subject. And then week four, we, of course, uh, cover two Halloween films. So um, get get fucking ready, guys. Get fucking hyped. Uh, how's it going, Taylor? Oh, that's bad. No? What's new with you? Uh, nothing. Fucking party. <clears throat> yeah, man. Just uh keep keeping it real. Yeah. We went and did our Halloween decoration shopping every year. We we right around, you know, end of September, early October, we just hit a couple hot spots and look for Halloween decorations. Nice. I got a cool headless horseman statue. Nice. Yeah. I have you you've probably never used Timu, have you? I don't know what that is. Oh, it's uh it's kind of. I think it's kind of like Alibaba. It's just a bunch of cheap Chinese shit. Okay. Of you know, questionable quality, questionable security, that kind of thing. Sure. But it seems to be very popular. People, I see people ordering shit from it all the time. Um, but I saw this really cool. It's uh, basically just like a sheet metal cutout of. Uh, it's like a little little diorama scene. Yeah, that's not the right word, but it's a little scene. Depicting the headless horseman and Ichabod Crane, like on their horse chase, um, and it's, I think it would just look cool to have like something like a, like a light shine on it and have it backlit under the, or not backlit but light onto the wall. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but I, it's like again, I'm putting my security at risk by using it. So <laughs> I'm 
I'm not sure if I'll do it or not. I was waiting for you to be like, so I'm just going to make my own because that's how you, what you usually do. <laughs> you know, <clears throat> I could. I could make my own, <laughs> but I don't know that I will. I, I probably, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. I'm going to rip the fucking head off. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I don't, don't want to be around anymore. <laughs> uh, Taylor and I have watched uh, uh, I Think You Should Leave, so there might be a lot of that interspersed with this episode. That's our new thing. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, that's cool. Um, haven't put them up yet, though. Nope, not yet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You wait till October? Yep. Or just... Fair enough. I have standards. Yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, a lot of people don't. A lot of people are just like, like, I like Halloween, but I like Christmas more. Christmas has always been my favorite holiday. And it irritates me when people bitch about Christmas stuff being put out at you know the end of October when people aren't buying Halloween decorations anymore anyway. Um but they have no problem with Halloween stuff coming out in like July. <laughs> I think it's a double standard and stupid. Yeah, it is. But anyway, um, yeah, we don't. I've kind of stopped with Halloween decorations, like at least for like outside stuff. I mean, first, decorating a house is a pain in the ass. Um, but also, we don't get trick or treaters. So it's just like, what's the point? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we just do it for fun. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I would. Um, I might wait because a lot of our decorations are like not so much fragile. Just I don't want the kid fucking with them. So yeah, I might, might wait a couple more years when he stops pulling stuff off of tables and shelves and and, and whatnot. Yeah, uh, I know we were really wanted to do or I wanted to do a Halloween party this year because we haven't had one since before COVID. But my wife, like I asked my wife about it, and I was like, you know, I was thinking maybe we do a Halloween party this year, kind of get back in the swing of it. No. <laughs> well, okay. Guess, I guess, guess that's that. Guess we're done discussing it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's her house too, so what can I do? Yeah. But anyway, make your sister do it. I, maybe she's definitely got a more accommodating house for it. You you never been to their new house? I have not. No. Yeah, it's 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 got a lot more open space than their than their old place. Mm. So it's not a split level, which is nice. Yeah. Have you talked to them at all? I have. I have not. Mm. But I don't know. I don't know if they'd even do it. Anyway. Uh. Yeah. Halloween guys, Yay. yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. I've gotten to maybe it's just my age, but it's like I've gotten to a point where it's just like I don't need to do a lot of celebrating for Halloween. I like to just kind of hang out on Halloween and watch some scary movies. Actually, I, I mean, I use the whole month to do it. It's, yeah, I watch just a bunch of horror movies throughout yeah. the entire month, and that's that's Halloween for me now. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the day when I can take my kid out trick or treating. Sure, that'll yeah. be fun. Um, but even that's like I said, kids don't come to our neighborhood. Well, we get like maybe half a dozen kids. And I'm talking like in one group. <laughs> and that's it. That's so weird. It is. It's so, it's really weird. I mean, our street is dark and we don't have sidewalks, but we're we're a cul-de-sac. So it's not like you're going to have a lot of traffic anyway. Right. But um, 
yeah, I feel like the kids that come are the ones that live on our street. So it's not really gaining much. That's where the kids on the like, uh, you know, nearby streets don't hit all the houses up and down. Yeah. I mean, like our, our neighborhood is old. Like it was built in like the 60s. So there's not a lot of good lighting. Um, and I, I don't know, maybe parents just don't want to send their kids back there. I always went, I grew up about a 10 minute walk away from where I live now. Um, and I always went in my neighborhood, the neighborhood I live in now, I always went to that neighborhood trick or treating. Hmm. So I, I don't know what's changed other than just parents being more cautious than they were. Maybe. Cause I think trick or treating as a whole has gone down. It seems like more kids don't trick or treat as much as they used to. Yeah, well, I mean, like since COVID too, with you know that the trunk or treat became a big thing, mm-hmm. and so now it's kind of one of those things where you just go to one location and everyone is there instead of you going from place to place. Yeah, yeah, that's trunk or treats are definitely a big part of it. Um, yeah, I don't know, it, it, it bums me out because. I always remember having a lot of fun, like decorating the house with with my old man, um, and you know, it's like I remember one year we we built like a, a a gallows and hung a skeleton from it. That's when I learned to tie a noose. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, and yeah, my dad always had some really creative ideas for for decorations and i always had a lot of fun doing it and i was kind of looking forward to doing that when i had my own house but then we uh i I put some decorations out the first year we lived there um it was i I didn't kind of go all out just because we couldn't really afford it at the time um but we hardly got any trick-or-treaters anyway so it was just like okay what are we doing here yeah and then um the following year, I again I didn't really do many de- decorations because it's like I'm doing it by myself. And it's it's a lot of work, um, and I, again no trick or treaters. It's like okay, well I guess that's the standard around here. Um, that's a bummer. Yeah, I, my wife was really bummed out because she was really looking forward to handing out tr- candy to trick or treaters, and we had a big bowl of candy, uh, fully expecting to, you know just like. A, a, constant flow of kids and we got none and yeah she, i remember her being really disappointed so but i think we've probably got another couple of years before we start sending our kid out to trick-or-treat so yeah. maybe things will get better who knows anyway <clears throat> so yeah uh like i said this is week of the vampire uh later on in the episode we're going to be talking about two vampire movies uh, those are um, uh, Blood Relatives. Thank you. And Subspecies 5 Blood Rise. Yes. Those are the ones. Yeah. And uh, it's a good thing we, we talked about that today. Because <laughs> I've watched. Yeah. I don't know what I was thinking because Week of the Vampire is always first. It's never been anything else. Yep. But for some reason, I said, okay, well, time to sit down and watch the zombie movies. So I did that last night. Um, and part of this morning and, um, then yeah, we're texting with you. It's like, we're doing vampires this week, right? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, because he started texting me about one of the zombie movies, and I was just like, why is he talking about this? Right. Yeah, because, so I mean, we pull back the curtain a little bit. We usually record two episodes at a time during October, just so we're not recording every single weekend. Um, but just because today we're recording on a Thursday, which is not our typical day, uh, so we're just kind of crunched for time. So we're only doing one episode tonight. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Would you think I was thinking we were doing both episodes or something? Either that or you were just like getting a leg up. <clears throat> oh yeah. I mean, I guess I technically did. Yeah. <laughs> it's not intentionally. Yeah. Hopefully I remember the movies well enough, you know? Yeah. That was my first thought. That was, I was that you were watching all four and I was just like, I don't have time to watch all four. No, I barely did either. <clears throat> anyway. Okay, well, that's enough bullshit. Let's move on with the show, shall we? Let's shall. Uh, first off, before we get into the meat and potatoes of things. Mm, potatoes. Mm, meat. meat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we want to take some time to thank our grave diggers over on Patreon. They are, the, of course, the lovely folks who uh, help finance our silly little show here where we talk about butthole pleasures and... Pigs, pigs in Nixon masks. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, coffin flop. <laughs> I didn't do fucking shit. I didn't rig shit. Um, I don't care about any of this. I didn't do this. That's people listening right now are like, I don't care about any of this. I'll kill you. <laughs> They said that to me at a dinner. <laughs> anyway. Did we mention, mention it's a silly show? It's a silly. It's fun, it's fun times. We have fun. We have fun. Um, uh, anyway, Grave Diggers. Uh, yeah, so it's, it's not expensive what we do here. Uh, surprise, surprise. <laughs> uh, but it does cost money, and money is not something we have a lot of. Not, we don't have money to spend on a silly show. It's true. <laughs> but these people do, and, you know, God bless them. Uh, they, of course, are Collar Sodella, Gory B. Movie, Max Zaleski, Aaron Meyer, Bob Voorhees, Kevin Nesgoda, and uh, people we have apparently dubbed the Nameless Ghouls. Yeah, we talked about that last episode. Yeah, I, I recall. I just didn't know we settled on it. <laughs> um, those are, we yeah. made some changes last episode. There's now the Nameless Ghouls and Fun Size Episodes. Right. Oh, yeah, I guess I didn't mention that to all the newcomers. If you are a newcomer, Octoberama, we do a full, full-length full episode. Second week, we do what we call Fun Size Episode, what we're now calling a Fun <laughs> Size Episode, fun size. where we just do film reviews, and we alternate that all the way to the end of the month. Yeah, because if you're looking at this going three hours, there's no way I'm listening to three hours every week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it also, it's like... What else do you have to do? You know anything better to do? Seriously. You're fucking fooling yourself. Just put Smartless on the back burner for a second and just listen to <laughs> us instead. Yeah. We, we need you more. Yeah. If you think that we talk about the same things every week, so does every other podcast <laughs> in the world, I'll tell you. Um, anyway. God, I should have had that milkshake. It's making me burpy. That makes for good podcasts. Yeah. People love to tune in for that. Yeah, it's not even like a full-on burp. It's like, it's, it's one of these. It's a frothy burp. <laughs> uh, 
Taylor, if anybody else wants to help contribute to this primo content, <laughs> where can they go? Uh, they can go to patreon.com slash graveplotpodcast. You can join the party for as little as $1. And uh, you know, I, I, I don't know if it was intentional or not, but we realized that we weren't doing our Discord for everybody. Our Discord is now open to all Patreon patrons, I guess minimum of a dollar. Um, so yeah, you can join us on our, our Discord channel. Join us for Horror Business Live every episode. You can put stuff in the chat and be like, I think Tony's ugly. And I'll be like, I agree. And then people listening will be like, what is Taylor talking about? He just said, I agree out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> you can also get... And then uh, I'll say, LOL. <laughs> out loud. He'll say, LOL. Lots of love. <laughs> That's what it stands for. <laughs> stands for living out loud. <laughs> uh, you can also get discounts on Grave Plot Podcast merchandise, as well as Grave Plot Film Fest tickets, which go on sale Halloween Day. Ooh. If you have a short horror film, we want to see it. Submissions are open now. Head over to graveplotfilmfest.com. Get more information. We're going to start watching some stuff, and we're going to show you the best of the best on February 3rd, 2024, at Arc Lodge Cinemas in Seattle, Washington. That's what we do. Every year. Every damn year. Virus (laughs) or not. Yep. Sometimes we're not there. Sometimes we do it online. Yeah, if there's a virus, we're not in the theater. Just being like, where is everybody? <laughs> cool. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> what was that? The video game episode and all the little Abeds. And they're all like, cool, oh, right. cool, 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 cool. <laughs> Man, how good would we be at fucking community trivia? I think he's doing community trivia. When? I don't think he has a date yet, but he showed us like the list of everything he's got coming up and community was on there. Oh my goodness. Oh my god. <laughs> we gotta Greendale is in a slop pail. <laughs> we gotta do that. Okay. I'll, I follow him on Facebook, so I'll let you know when it pops yeah, up. Yeah, you do. Uh we're go- we're going to New Girl trivia. Yeah, yeah. we're gonna suck. Yeah, we're none of us are confident <laughs> in it, but you know, whatever. It's at a lesbian bar. But whatever. <laughs> whatever. I remember the first time I told you he was doing trivia there, you were like, can we can we go? I'm like, Tony, it's not exclusively a lesbian bar. <laughs> I just didn't know how they felt about... I mean, they, I guess they, they can't. They don't check your genitals at the door. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> you just go in and be like, hey, I like vaginas too. All right. <laughs> High five, guys. Just walk into the bar, just high fiving everybody. <laughs> Guys, how good are vaginas? <laughs> so good, right? <laughs> I'll be like, boo this man, and then kick my ass. Yep. <laughs> uh, okay. So, is that it? I think so. Yeah. All right. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. <laughs> Uh, let's do some horror business. Try to pull a cool effect on that in post, like a like an echo, make yeah. it trail off. I think it should be like this, this, this. Yeah. <laughs> Then I'll cut all this out so it sounds like it was planned the whole time. Yep.
I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm not going to do any of that. This is, this is, this is all live. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, guys. So, um, you may recall a little thing that happened, what, about 30, almost 40 years ago. What, baby Jessica? Baby Jessica fell in a well. And the whole Why are we cum- laughing? It's not funny. No, it's not funny. <laughs> I mean, in hindsight, maybe it's kind of funny. <laughs> Probably not funny at the time. Right? Not for her parents, I'm sure. I mean, is enough time passed? Can we laugh about it yet? I mean, that's what comedy is, right? Tragedy plus time? Yes. That's what they say. Wait, is that comedy? That's what they say. Tragedy plus time equals comedy, yeah. I thought that was like, uh, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. (laughs) Um, I'm just thinking because like Rise Against has a song called Tragedy Plus Time. Mm. That's not a funny song. (laughs) Weirdly, most of their songs are not very funny. (laughs) Um, But it's like also I'm familiar with the, the, the term. Yeah. But I guess I never really paid much attention to what it what its origin was <laughs> anyway uh but yeah so baby jessica fell in a well the entire community came together keep, as this one. keeps sounding like the beginning of a limerick <laughs> baby jessica fell in a well we can make all one. the way down halfway to hell <laughs> dark <laughs> got real dark i don't know it's it's an easy rhyme sure yeah hell hell sure reminds a lot was a lot of things she cried out for mom Something, 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 and everything you turned saw. out swell. <laughs> See, I brought it back around. <laughs> I don't know. The wheels came off on that a little bit. Um, anyway, but so yeah, it's it's a, it's important to have an important you know a strong community behind you when you fall down a well. Well, well, guards, well. guard your well. <laughs> well. <laughs> uh. Much like the Mexican city of Saltillo to Saltillo, Saltillo. Um, it's hard to. They did not have well guards. They did not have well guards Uh, because, according to a a local media report, uh, around three thirty a.m. on a a given day, (laughs) it was it was a Saturday. Was it a Saturday? Yeah, it was recent. I know that. Uh, uh, a man was walking through the neighborhood and heard cries of help coming from the open drainage well. Guys, stick with us. The, a lady in a well is not the story. <laughs> it's not like real world horror. She fell down a well. Fucked up, right? Yeah. She's like, I, I you me. Don't do I that. Me. What? <laughs> Don't do that. That's what she sounded like. Probably not. It's Spanish. She's probably speaking Spanish. She was, she was probably speaking Spanish. Yeah, that's probably not what she sounded like, though. You don't know. She could sound like that. I, she could. You're not the voice police. <laughs> Fucking communist. <laughs> um, uh, the drainage well was uh, about 20 feet deep. So, you know, big trouble in little little well. In little saltillo. <laughs> saltillo. Uh, if you fall down that well. If you fall down that well, you're going to have a bad time. Oh, don't go down that well. Don't, don't go down that well. Um, 
Upon being alerted to the troubling situation, police quickly descended, uh, probably upon the scene. Sure. Descended on the scene means, makes implies that like he flew in on helicopters and like. Maybe they did, repelled out of the helicopters. <laughs> go, go, go. Uh, they probably said like, vamanos. Uh, mm. When they came out of there. Because it's Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I say. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is going so well. Uh, let's see. Um, they descended upon the scene and set about trying to rescue the unfortunate woman. They gathered around the well and shouted down to the woman, asking for her name. In response, they heard her cry out, Juanita. I got your Juanita right here. <laughs> Her name was Carla Juanita, Juanita Espinosa. Um, they couldn't she see. Is Dominican. Uh, they couldn't see any sign of her uh, when they shined their flashlights down. But you know, twenty feet. Twenty feet is significant. Even in a dark well. I mean, at three thirty in the morning. Yeah, it's, it's dark. It's dark. Yeah. Um. Uh, eventually, fire department came and came with special equipment that allowed a rescuer to descend to the bottom of the well. Ladders. Probably a ladder or a rope or something. <laughs> special equipment. Yeah. A ladder. Uh, like a rope with a, with a little seat attached to it. <laughs> um, due to the profound surprise ever... <clears throat> However, to the profound surprise of everyone on the scene, Juanita was nowhere to be found, and the pit was completely empty. Was there like There's a... Was there like a, 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 a... Tape player down there? Like a like Bart Simpson? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then Bono and Krusty the Clown <laughs> made a tribute song. Help, I fell down the well. Yeah, we know. <laughs> Uh, yep. Um, a subsequent search of the area, including another well nearby. How many fucking wells <laughs> do they have? Oh, it wasn't this well. It was the other one. <laughs> uh, it turned up nothing. 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 Uh, has led many. Oh, I want his wing stop. <laughs> I understood that reference. <laughs> um, which has led many, many, Taylor, to theorize that the woman crying out from the well was, in fact... Juanita. Juanita, the friendly ghost. Oh, it's the ghost. I mean, what they need to do is really, they need to call in the mystery machine. Get fucking Scoob and the gang on the, on the case. Yeah. They'll figure it out. They're gonna find like they'll find Juanita and then they'll like pull her head off. And it's actually old man Smithers or something. (laughs) Runs the the abandoned music park. (laughs) Why why would someone run an abandoned music park? (laughs) (laughs) If it's abandoned, I don't think anyone needs to run it. Well, it's his. Don't go near his music park. Do you just turn on the rides at night just to keep them looser? Just creep people out. What's well, going to be more creepy in the middle of the night? 
and then a fucking abandoned amusement park just suddenly. <laughs> so what do you what do you think? You think Juanita was was a ghost? You think it was a prank? Uh, probably a prank, if anything. Or you know, just fucking. Well, I guess more than one pe- person heard it, huh? That's what it says. So probably a prank. Definitely not a ghost. You know why? Because ghosts aren't real. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, we've made this... We've, we've discussed this many times, and it usually comes from somewhere in a, in a, in a, a Latin American country uh, where religion is very... The religion, religious, uh, what's the word? Influence is very strong. People are very apt to believe in ghosts and goblins and little green ghouls. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it might just be another one of those examples. It's very possible. Yep. <clears throat> Juanita, or it might just be a little ten-year-old boy with a walkie-talkie. <laughs> Juanita, if you're out there, we hope you're doing well. Wake me up before you go, go. Don't leave me hanging on like a yo-yo. Wake me up before you go, go. I don't want to miss it when you hit that high. Wake me up before you go, go. Because I'm not planning on going solo. Wake me up before, before you ask. No, I still have not watched it. You... Are a fucker. Yeah, well, I've been called worse things. <laughs> so the what the it that Tony is referring to is, of course, the fantastic movie Turbo Kid. Not a horror movie, but very violent, very gory. I like those things. Yeah, and you like the '80s, and you like superheroes. This movie is tailor made for you, <laughs> and you're just like, mm, no, I'm gonna watch Letterkenny again. Fuck you. <laughs> I'll have you know, I haven't watched Letterkitty in two a couple weeks. months. <laughs> uh, yeah, the same team that did Turbo Kid also did Summer of 84, which we talked about on the show previously. And they are back. Uh, this the Back again. Look who's back. RKSS. Yep. Uh, yeah, the French-Canadian uh, trio known as RKSS, which is Roadkill... Something, something. Mm, yes, <laughs> it's a good name. <laughs> they're French Canadians, so they're like, oh, we make the movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the new movie is called um, Wake Up. It re- oh, 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 make up. <laughs> Those are the words. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it just had its world premiere at Fantastic Fest over the weekend. Fantastic. Be cool to go to Fantastic Fest. Yeah, but you have to go to Texas. Yeah, there's that. Although I've heard Austin's pretty cool. I have heard that also as well. But again, Texas. Yeah, it's like an island in a sea of insanity. Yeah. So I know of somebody from Texas who swears up and down Uh that the metropolitan areas in Texas are actually pretty left-leaning. Like Austin, 
Dallas, Houston. Houston. I've heard of that about San Antonio. Uh, I I couldn't speak to that, but um, but yeah. So I mean, it's just somehow the the dipshits managed to get keep everybody in control. It's because the state is so fucking big. Yeah, but I mean, there's I don't know that there's a lot of people to live that live there to reflect the size of the state. I don't know. Otherwise, I think Texas would have a lot more sway in the overall country. Well, they have too much already. Well, sure. Uh, let's see. Wake Up combines a... Str- How do we get started? Oh, Fantastic Fest. Um, <laughs> Wake Up combines a strong, timely message with a thrilling game of cat and mouse. Uh, in the movie, a group of hot-headed Gen Z activists find themselves brutally hunted... Awesome. <laughs> After they become trapped in a furniture superstore during an act of environmental protest gone wrong. That is quite the setting. And they're all like it's like IKEA? They're all like, yo fam, we're gonna do some protesting at this shop. Yes, this bet. Is, this is exactly what Gen Z people sound like. Yep, they're all like bet. Like the the you're you're like, yo, you're, that's on fleek. It's so do they still say on fleek? I don't know. Probably not. Remember when that was a thing for like five minutes, but it was like fucking everywhere. Vaguely. I know I never said it because I had respect to myself. <laughs> <laughs> I decided that I'm never going to use uh, any Gen Z uh, vernacular. Ter- yeah, term. If you that, that's too fancy of a word <laughs> for what they say. Uh, I've just committed myself to being the old man who like. Actually, you know what? I take this back. Maybe I will start using it. I'll just start using all of it because then I'll be that old man who makes it not cool anymore. Yeah, there you go. There's a plan. We should all do that. <laughs> all the millennials and everybody older than like every, millennials and older. We should all start using Gen Z uh, terms and just use them to excess, like try to fit them into every single sentence until they are no longer cool. It's okay to use them wrong. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that might be preferential. Yeah. Are we cowabunga on this? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so this is written by Alberto Marini, based on an original idea by Martin Sudan. Uh, according to RKSS, I, in unison, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> like the Duff Brothers? <laughs> or no, who was that? Yeah, it was a Duff. Duff. Was it? Pretty much any time it says a company that we, we just assume they speak in unison. <laughs> it's the Duffer Bros or the uh, City Council. <laughs> the City Council of Night Vale said yeah. in unison. Uh, a slasher in a closed furniture store and warehouse makes an exciting playground for sure. Yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> I assume they're probably referring to something similar to like Ikea. Um, that would be my guess. I mean, Furniture Superstore, that's got to be the first thing that comes to mind for anybody. Yeah. That's, I mean, I don't know that, Not. A, I don't know if it's exclusively considered like a, a furniture store. I think it's like a home goods store, Yeah, but the, not home goods. Calling it a Furniture Superstore is interesting because I, when I think Superstore, I think like a Walmart or a Costco where they sell sure. everything. So if it's just furniture, how can it really be a Superstore? Just all kinds of all the all the furniture in the world. So many fucking futons. <laughs> Do they still make futons? Yeah. Really? Yeah, there's still bachelors out there. <laughs> but I was I thought futons got replaced by like sofa beds. No, nah, college kids can't afford sofa beds. <laughs> That's too much 
fabric and, and wood. <laughs> Metal. And they're so heavy. <laughs> they are really heavy. They are so heavy. Remember that one we had when, when we lived together? Yeah. That thing was heavier than a motherfucker. That thing's pretty fucking heavy. Right it's behind it? you. Yeah. Fuck. Well, it's like the one we had wasn't even a pullout. It was a just a, a fold. It was basically a futon, but it was like a couch instead. Yeah. It folded down like a futon. That son of a bitch was so goddamn heavy. I remember trying to, like, you had already moved to New York, but when I was moving out of our apartment... Trying to get that damn thing down the stairs was so fucking scary. You're just like, yeah. <laughs> like hope for the best. Uh. I had to walk it down on end, which just made it all the more precarious. Oh yeah, because he had to, you know, he had the the um, the two flight uh, two flights of stairs, mm-hmm. um, and they like twisted back and forth. Yeah, pivot, pivot, pivot. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, As I, I don't know if you'll watch this because you don't watch things that are awesome. <laughs> I resent that statement. You resemble that statement. Your mom resembles that statement. You shut up. <laughs> you don't talk about my mom. I love your mom. <laughs> Do you like butter? <laughs> but no, this sounds cool. And, you know, I like... Summer of 84 and Turbo Kid, so I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm really into being, like, seeing Gen seeing Z some fucking SoundCloud, being hunted. Seeing some SoundCloud rappers get maimed. <laughs> oh, too much fun. So it seems like nowadays your video game isn't a video game if it doesn't have like special skins, unlockable characters, you know, anything to, to keep the money rolling and obviously. Yeah. But it's, got, it's all about crossovers. Yeah. Uh, you know, licensed characters and, and whatnot. I think Mortal Kombat probably kicked that off when they started putting like they put Freddy Krueger in mm-hmm. part nine, uh, Mortal Kombat 9. Um, they put Jason in Mortal Kombat. 10 and you know they've, they've been adding characters ever since to, to each of the games um and uh no they didn't put any horror characters in mortal Kombat one yet yet I mean, there's there's always yeah there was time they did they have peacemaker and omni man which which are pretty cool nice um and apparently they're actually voiced by john cena and uh jk simmons Oh, yeah? Yeah. Isn't uh, Homelander supposed to be in it? Yes, Homelander. That was the other one I couldn't think of. Yes. Um, voiced by uh, Anthony. Anthony. Star. Anthony. <laughs> Anthony. <laughs> I had so many fucking relatives that called me that one. I, I bet. <laughs> um, lost my place. Oh, yes. Uh, so, but that being the case, Call of Duty over the, you know, recent. <laughs> Duty. <laughs> <laughs> Boop. Um, over you know probably the last handful of games, I'd say probably the last two three games. I don't remember Call of Duty ever having crossover characters. I only remember them just adding zombies. Well, yeah, zombies is yeah that's been a thing. But I also don't much. play Call of Duty. Neither do I. Not really big on war games personally. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you unless we're talking about uh, 
WCW War Games with the two rings inside one cage. <laughs> That's dope. Okay. I only ever played Black Ops. Um, I'm, I'm kind of the same. I, I don't like first-person shooters. I'm fucking dog shit at them. Yeah, me um, too. I like Far Cry, though. Fair. Um, but uh, anyway, Call of Duty uh, in... what? Is it just Call of Duty? Or does it have a? It's the whatever the new one is. Okay. Yeah, I know they've usually got some kind of subtitle, but I oh, Modern Warfare Two and Warzone. Got it. Uh, they are adding some brand new characters. Uh, getting ready for Halloween, maybe. I'm sure that's at least part of it. Just well, the yeah. whole spooky season. Um, they are going to be adding a total. Oh well, it's, it looks like. What about four characters announced so far? Or uh, three? God damn it. I think five. I don't know. Just keep reading. We'll find out. Okay. We'll get there. Uh, this year, uh, fans will be treated to crossovers from the likes of Spawn, Evil Dead, Helsing, and more. Uh, kicks off on September 27th, which was yesterday. So, so. now, get them now. Yeah, it's by the time, the time you're listening to this, it was a week ago. Um, uh, when Season 6 arrives for Modern Warfare 2 and Call of Duty Warzone, the skins will be also available for Modern Warfare 3 when it launches. Uh, includes Halloween-themed maps, modes, and events. I'm sure that probably includes a, a zombie. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. I, th- I think Black Ops is when I think that started. I think you're right. Um, and it's, I think it's been in every game since. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this includes four new multiplayer maps and a battle pass stocked with devilishly entertaining new operation operators and weapon blueprints and more and more <laughs> and all of this, uh, the season six battle pass will start things off with the spawn franchise alongside spawn. You'll also have Inarius and Lilith from Diablo coming into the event as operators Alongside He-Man's Skeletor. Yes. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Evil Dead's Ash Williams and Helsing's Alucard. What is... I don't know what Helsing is. I think it's an anime. Oh. Um, anime's fucking everywhere, man. It is, it's, yeah. it's getting bothersome. What, did Skeletor have, like, a catchphrase? <laughs> yeah. He, he, just, <laughs> he just had that laugh. Like... <laughs> I was going to say something in Skeletor's voice, and I couldn't think of anything to say. I'll get you, He-Man. He always said that. He would, he would say, <laughs> and your little dog, too. Yeah. <laughs> your little Orko. <laughs> Remember Orko? Sort of. He was the guy that you couldn't really, He just looked like a shadow with a, like a pointy hat. Yeah. And a scarf. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> if that's not enough, Doom will be making a crossover appearance. Doom. In the form of the Doom Tracer Doom. Weapon Bundle, which includes an arsenal of gear, including a chainsaw and a long-range shotgun. Chainsaw is always the best part of Doom. Yeah. Because you just, you, know, you just rip into people. You just, you just skin their ass raw. <laughs> yep. <laughs> they needed a Fred Durst skin. They needed a chainsaw. But like current day Fred Durst? <laughs> He's all old and has a handlebar mustache right. for some reason? Isn't that like this is like their gimmick now? They're just like old men. Yeah, he like wears like sweaters on stage, right? And stuff. 
Um, anyway, so yeah, if you're a Call of Duty fan. But then you got fucking Wes Borland is over there still wearing, you know, crazy ass makeup and not Wes Borland. Wes. Yeah. Is it? Okay. Are you th- thinking of Al Borland? <laughs> no, I was. Michael Kern or. Yeah, Michael Kern? Richard Kern. Richard Karn. 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 Karn on the cob. Um. <laughs> Whoa. Hey, what was that again? Those are Detroiters. Okay. I remember you telling me about it, but I couldn't think of what, the, what it was. Which Richard Karn does guest star on that show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Of course he does. What else is he doing? As the host of the D Awards. The D Awards? (laughs) Yeah. It's just like a local Detroit award show. (laughs) Anyway, so yeah, if you play Call of Duty and you're into horror, which, I mean, I assume you are if you're listening to the show, uh, then fucking get hyped, guys. I saw Spawn. I mean, I know there's, like, if they're going to keep, like, basically, like, create a skin rather than an entire new character... Then I know they can only go so far, but like Spawn, he doesn't have the cape, which that's the, his whole gimmick. That's the thing, yeah. Um, and it just it doesn't so much look like Spawn. It looks like somebody wearing like you know a gear that is painted like Spawn. Oh, so I don't know. Doesn't look like Michael J. White. Nope. So, uh, there you go. Call of Duty. <laughs> Available now on all your consoles. Probably. Oh, yeah. Kool-Aid Man's here. <laughs> I just remember, like, so many commercials, like a lot of video game commercials, always seem to wrap things up with some kind of exclamation like that. <laughs> 90s were a crazy time. 90s were wild, guys. <laughs> like, you think the Coke-filled 80s were crazy. You, The 90s, we all found speed. <laughs> Things got real weird. <laughs> like, Sega Genesis commercials started. They started by someone just yelling Sega in space. <laughs> and you're like, huh, I'm listening. And what is it, this? And they had a close-up. And they're like, look how fast this fucking hedgehog is. <laughs> and they had a commercial with two kids just flicking this other kid's ears. You remember that one? Yeah, <laughs> Do you remember the Sprite commercial where the kid um, Sting comes to the kid's house and then just beats the shit out of him? <laughs> kind of, yeah. Man, what happened in the 90s, dude? And the parents are just like, yeah, get him. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that kid. <laughs> Was that that was old Sting, right? It was Crow Sting. Was it? Oh, yeah. Okay. So but the commercial didn't even make any sense because he was just like he opens the door and he's like, "Whoa, Sting!" And then Sting just was like, "Jaw!" <laughs> <laughs> and then just like throws him into the fireplace and shit, and then just like steals his sprite or something. <laughs> I was like, "What is the point of this commercial?" It was the '90s, man. It didn't have to make sense. <laughs> All I had to do was get you hype. It did. It's- Made you want a Sprite, right? I was like, yeah, I better drink fucking Sprite or Sting's going to beat the shit out of me. (laughs) Oh. Fun stuff. (laughs)
All right, so Malek Akkad, who is the executive producer of the Halloween franchise, uh, inherited it from his father, Mustafa uh, Akkad, who produced the original Halloween. Uh, he is currently shopping the rights to the Halloween franchise for film and TV. Try to get that TV money. Yeah, he is. Uh, Bloody Disgusting exclusively reported that Akkad's Trankus, I guess, Trankus? Uh, International Films is actively shopping the rights. Uh, Miramax co-owns the film rights. Fucking Miramax. But Troncus or Trancus, Troncos, is the sole owner of television rights. So Cod can do whatever the fuck he wants with those. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, There is a massive bidding war going on right now for television rights with several different parties uh, interested and vying for the chance to bring Michael Myers back to life. One of those is, in fact, Miramax. Fucking Miramax. <laughs> uh, but the current frontrunner is apparently A24. Well, I'll be damned. They're going to turn Michael into an elevated horror. Oh, no. Uh, just a reminder that A24 recently won the rights to produce a Friday the 13th television series called Crystal Lake uh, that's going to be on Peacock. Man, I'm never going to be able to watch that. Yeah, probably not. Because I'm not going to pay knows, for Peacock. Yeah, unless you know somebody with Peacock, it'll give you their login. Oh, I don't even want it. <laughs> I don't even care. <laughs> Whatever. I, I didn't want to watch it. I kind of don't. <laughs> it's like I have a morbid curiosity, but that's as far as it goes. I want to touch it, but I don't. Trankus <laughs> uh, is open to both film and television projects, and they're currently taking offers from studios and streamers alike. But as I said, Miramax would have to be a participant in any film deal as they co-own the film rights. Miramax would just be like, no. At least it's not at least they're not owned by the Weinsteins anymore. No shit. But it's weird though, because I've like theoretically Miramax could be like, hey, sell us the TV rights or no more movies for you. They could do that. Yeah. I mean, maybe. I'm not a lawyer. <laughs> Nor does he play one on TV. <laughs> I did play one, though, in uh, ninth grade. No, seventh grade. In what? Uh, we read The Outsiders, and we did a mock trial with Jerry Reinhold. <laughs> mock trial with Jerry Reinhold. Uh, it was the trial of uh, Pony Boy. Hmm. To see if he was to blame for the death of whatever that, that douchebag is. That Johnny Depp? Hmm? Is that Johnny Depp? No, that was C. Thomas Howell. Mm. C. Thurston Howell. <laughs> what was Johnny Depp's character? He wasn't in Outsiders. Wasn't he? What am I thinking of? Crybaby? Maybe Crybaby. <laughs> Are you thinking of Tom Cruise? I might be thinking of Tom Cruise. Yeah, he was. Oh, Christ, what was his name? Skippy. Yeah. Something, something. Skippy, slappy. Slippy, slappy, slippy. Swanson, Swanson, Swanson? Samsonite. I was way off. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know about an A24 Halloween. That doesn't excite me. Um, I know a lot of people like love everything A24 does. I'm not going that far. I'd say that they have put out some pretty quality products. They have put out some quality stuff. They've also put out It Comes at Night. 
It did put out a come tonight. Which nothing came. There was nothing. There, there, not, there was nothing to come. No. Um. And uh. But yeah, I mean, they they did fucking uh, hereditary. Her, yeah, all of uh, what's his face? Ari Aster. Ari Aster. Um. Which is good stuff, and uh, apparently Bo not, is not afraid is very good. Is it? I've, I've heard. Well, actually. I take that back. I have heard some mixed reviews about that. That dream scenario is them. That new Nicolas Cage one. Yes. Yep. Oh, they're also doing the the Iron Claw, the Von Erich biopic. Who? The Von Erichs. They were a wrestling family back in like the eighties, maybe seventies. Is that um, the one with the? Uh, uh, Christ, well, I'm just. Fucking up on names. It's got uh, Zach Efron. Efron, that's his name. And Carmine from the Bear, and also MJF is in it. MJF, the AEW champion. Oh, neat. A24 did talk to me, which I keep hearing good things about. Talk to me, talk to me, baby. Uh, Pie, which I think won all kinds of awards. Oh no, wait, that's the life of Pie. Um. Pearl? Oh, yeah, they did Pearl. Oh, yeah. An X. An X. And Maxine, presumably. I, I assume. <clears throat> so, yeah, that's that's us reading A24's philography to you. You're welcome. <laughs> um, Yeah, and as far as films, I don't know. Do we need more Halloweens? No. We didn't need more Halloweens when they made the last three. <laughs> that, like, fucking put a nail in it, man. <laughs> Yeah. Um. Let's. Yeah, you got me curious about who the hell. Steve. About who? What? Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise played Steve Randall. That doesn't sound right. (laughs) He probably had some nickname that's not listed. Maybe. Diane Lane played Cherry. I don't remember. I haven't seen this movie in so long. All right. Well, um, yep. So, uh, yeah, just I'm so tired of Halloween. I'm tired of people like just they've got like these rose colored glasses on about the original series and then they bitched about the new ones. Like, it's like these are probably some of the most well produced films in the entire series, guys. Yeah. And you're acting like they're complete garbage. <laughs> like you need to pull your heads out of your asses. <laughs> it's like, sure, maybe the story was lacking in some spots, but have you seen some of the fucking sequels? It, Halloween, the first. Omitting Halloween 3 for being it's like something completely different, the first two are the only two good movies. Yes. Four is bad, and H- then they just get worse. H2O is okay. H2O is good. But, like, at this point, unless somebody, like, legitimately has a good story, like, just stop. Let's not be like, we need a new Halloween. Go. Yeah. Like, stop forcing these things. And that goes for all the franchises, not just Halloween. Like, this just really goes to show how fucking tone deaf the the studios are. Like, and this is why so many movies come out and it's like, oh, this is a box office bomb. This is a box office bomb. It's because you're not fucking paying attention. You're not looking... Ahead, <laughs> yeah. 
you're, you're like it's like oh we put out three new Halloween movies and it was the talk of the town for you know three years straight. It's like so clearly we need to make more Halloween stuff. It's like but you weren't paying attention to how poorly received those movies were. No, they look people at, paid for them to see them. Raw numbers. That's all they care yeah. about. Dollars and cents. Yeah. <laughs> so you got to vote with your with your wallet, people. I mean, they kind of are. It's apparently why they're not doing well at the theaters. But uh, I've, I've said this before. Studios need, also need to get their heads out of their asses and stop counting on box office numbers to prove the success of a film. You need to start looking more at at-home rentals and streaming, uh, like, you know, VOD stuff. Yeah. Because that's going to be your moneymaker in the next 20 years. Mm-hmm. Theaters... Theaters are going to become, I feel like, more and more boutique, kind of like a special thing. Yeah. It's not going to be the go-to for people in the future. Yeah, theaters are dying. I hate to say it, and I, you know, I'm not happy about it, but that's the truth. Is people are just consuming media in different ways now, and more and more people will just wait for streaming. Yep. Yep. And, I mean, I, I, I don't want to say... For certain, because I, I mean, I don't know which way it's going to go, but I feel like that the major chains are the ones that are going to start dying off. Yeah. Um, and that it, when that happens, that it's actually going to be the tiny theaters like Arc Lodge or, you know, like Blue Mouse in Tacoma, um, places like that, you know, the single or, you know, f- five or fewer screen theaters. Uh, that are run by independent, you know, organizations. Those are going to be the ones that ultimately survive because, like I said, it's going to become a boutique experience to go out and go to the, see a movie at the theater. Well, the thing I love about theaters like that is that they will show anything. Like, yeah, you know, an AMC or a Regal or something is like, well, we got you know, we got to put the new Marvel movie in three theaters from seven a.m. to midnight yeah and it's like nobody's going to six of those shows every day (laughs) you're showing them to empty theaters meanwhile we're like yeah i'll go see fright night at blue mouse yeah exactly anyways i don't where am i i don't know how we got (laughs) i don't know how that tangent started but that's the way we do things here (laughs) get used to it kids because we're not done moving on I just moved in my new house today Moving was hard, but I got squared away Bell started ringing and changed right loud I knew I'd moved in a haunted house And this story is also definitely going to include a rant. So Apple TV has been really expanding beyond just uh, their sh- their kind of original shows. They've been doing a lot more movies, uh, original like a lot more original movies, and a lot more docu series, which was, I guess was to be expected. I mean, they wouldn't just do TV shows forever. Yeah, either growing or you're dying. There ain't no third direction. Yeah, I mean, they're as, even put- as Big Tom Callahan once said. R.I.P. They, they did say that. <laughs> no, dude, not fucking Brian Denny. <laughs> um, yeah, they're, <laughs> they're 
They're even putting. Uh, I, I saw like Apple movies, or I guess specifically Apple Plus movies that are coming in theaters. Yeah, I remember seeing a trailer for something, and there was like the Apple logo, and I was like, "That's weird to see." Right. But again, I guess it's to be expected. Anyway, uh, Apple TV is uh, striking up a new docu series that explores, get this, the true story behind The Conjuring Two. Oh, the story where nothing happened. Yeah. Uh, the new four-part documentary series titled "The Enfield Portergeist." Pol- Poltergeist. The what now? Por- Portergeist. The Portergeist. Por- Porkergeist. Porkergeist. Everyone does poultry, guys. That's an old joke. We're doing it with pigs. It's porker, guys. Stay away, koshers. <laughs> you don't want any piece of this. Uh, <laughs> stupid. <laughs> uh, with the riveting story. Riveting. So riveting. Of the most famous poltergeist haunting in history. Is Craig T. Nelson in it? <laughs> Craig T. Nelson. Um, combining more than 250 hours of rare audio archive. Ooh. Exciting. <laughs> can't, can't wait to check out a docuseries on TV with a bunch of audio clips. That should be riveting. I am so startled. <laughs> Meticulous recreation of the setting of the haunting and original interviews with people impacted by the case. The series is an ambitious, genre-bending story that explores a human fascination with unexplained and its impact on those who live it. Live it! Live it! Isn't this the one where everybody was found out to be a total fucking con man? Isn't that all of them? Well, yeah. I mean, I know the Warrens dug their grubby little fingers into this. So. Yeah. Um. <sighs> Anyway, see, all episodes, oh, thank you, (laughs) will premiere globally on Friday, October 27th. In 1977, the terrifying haunting of an everyday family in Enfield, London. In it? Yep. You know, Enfield is in England, which is in London. Uh, approximately five minute walk from Buckingham Palace and right next door to Piccadilly Circus. They don't even have like trapeze at Piccadilly Circus, it's really a pretty lame circus, right? Clowns, there's, there's nothing, animals, nothing. No, <laughs> like you might be able to get popcorn there, circus. but other than that, like, um, 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 um. um. Uh, dominated headlines across the UK and had tremendous impact on an entire generation of children. For those of you not familiar, UK stands for United Kingdom, which is, of course, part of London. (laughs) Um, The mysterious case forever changed ideas about the supernatural, that it wasn't just restricted to castles and stately homes, but it could be experienced by anyone, anywhere. What? What? If anything was gonna have was going to have done that, wouldn't it have been like the previous Warren Con, the original Conjuring movie, the farmhouse and wherever the fuck? What year was that? I don't know. I'm pretty sure it was before this though. Um, I just have a hard time. Peter from Office Space was haunted. 
<laughs> I just have a hard time believing that it took until 1977. Like, up until 1977, people were like, oh, ghosts are only in castles and fancy houses. <laughs> no one, no one in a suburb had an encounter with a ghost, quote unquote, until 1977. Hadn't they watched? Really? <laughs> you sure about that? <laughs> you sure about that's why? Um, hasn't, yeah. hasn't anybody in the in fucking London town ever watched Scooby Doo? No shit, right? <laughs> Haunted amusement parks, guys, everywhere, <laughs> all over the place. And the original Conjuring story took place in 1968. Okay, well there you go. This Pull your finger out of your ass. Market speak, and it's full of shit. Fucking assholes. <laughs> Throughout four episodes, the ev- uh, events at Enfield are constructed using the real recordings captured by Maurice Gross, a paranormal investigator who archived all of his interviews with those affected by the phenomenon. Here's the phenomenon. <laughs> um, wasn't this the guy who like tried to say that the like it was basically like the pot calling the kettle black? It was like where he was calling the Warrens con man. Yeah, yeah, I think so. It's like guy, come on, come on, <laughs> really. Uh, I mean, I honestly, I wouldn't have no inkling about any of this if my wife hadn't forced me to go see this fucking movie. Um, building a replica of the house where the incidents took place, performers reenact what is heard on the actual tapes, allowing interplay by the archival voices and appearances of those originally involved in the incident through present day interviews. So it sounds like pretty much any other show you'd see on like discovery. Oh, it sounds a lot like John Carpenter's suburban spooky or whatever. That fucking show <laughs> suburban <called>. spooky. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does sound exactly like that. This is stupid. <laughs> Just stop giving credence to stupid shit like this. People. Even if you believe in ghosts, you shouldn't believe in stupid, sensationalized media stuff like this. Yeah. Like, be- like believing this when at least two very well-known con men were involved should have been, like, your first indication of this not being anywhere close to real. Yeah. Isn't there, like, that picture of, of the girl from this happening... Um, they call it like says she's like levitating when she's jumping on. The it bed. Clearly, just she jumped on the bed. <laughs> Fucking idiots! Put your finger out of your ass. <clears throat> anyway, there's that. I fucking hate everything about The Conjuring. I just want to throw a fucking brick. <laughs> Overture, curtain lights. This is it. All right, so speaking of ghosts, the Paranormal Activities franchise, yes, it is being rebooted, but that's not what we're talking about. Um, You know, because, yeah. I mean, I, I'm not surprised. I just I don't think I've heard about this. Like, I know it's been. Oh, we talked about it on the show, did we? Yeah. Oh, I know it's been 20 years since the first one came out. Wait, that can't be right. <laughs> There's no way because 
20 years is so long ago. Yeah. Was, I would have been a child. <laughs> I'm just a little boy. <laughs> I'm not a man. I'm not like her. <laughs> um, but no, it's been 20 years, but like you're still making movies. You can't be like, okay, here's Paranormal Activity 7, and then the next should be like, okay, here's a new, we're rebooting it. Right. Like, you just put one out. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, Paranormal Activity is getting a stage play. Hold on. <laughs> what? So that was my initial reaction as well. Um, as, as it would be for most people, I think. Sure. But then I started thinking about like, William Castle and like the, you know, uh, interactive stuff with the audience and stuff. And I was like, maybe they would play in a, in a live performance, man. I don't know. <laughs> Cause that whole thing was about found footage, you know, like, well, yeah, that's the big thing is like, I don't know how, like, obviously the tone has to be different because well, it's yeah. not found footage. It's live in front of a studio audience, but, and also like, it's going to be interesting to see how they do some of the the tricks and stuff, you know, like things moving on their own and whatnot yeah. in front of a live audience. Cause, oh, I can see the card. I can see the string. <laughs> Dude, get him the fuck out of here. <laughs> get him out. <laughs> fuck you, Harley Jarvis. <laughs> I hope you fucking die, Harley Jenkins. Jarvis. Jarvis. Uh, the Hollywood Reporter reports that Simon Friend has picked up the license to the Paramount Horror Movie Series. Sounds like a nice guy. With the intent, sounds friendly. Uh, <laughs> with the intent of bringing it to the West End with via his Simon Friend Entertainment. The West End, of course, part of London. <laughs> In it. In it. Do you think you like you go to the theater and you'll be you're like you know like we would go and be like yeah can I get a coke and they're like oh, we only have tea in it. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, because they only have tea in London town. The only thing they fucking drink. Anybody who's been to London knows this. Another glass of tea. No, 13's my limit. (laughs) Uh, Set to be penned by Levi Holloway, who previously wrote Grey House, which... uh, Mm, Yes. Mm. mm, Yes, not the Grey House. Uh, Apparently, Grey House tells the story of a couple who take shelter during a blizzard in a cabin occupied by a mysterious old lady and her teenage girls. That, that's, that's a brothel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then they have the best night of their life. <laughs> a friend is no stranger to adapting films to stage plays, having adaptations on both... Uh, having adaptations on both on Broadway... That can't be right. I'm going to say having yeah, adaptations right. both on Broadway and the West End with The Da Vinci Code and The Best Exotic Marigold Hotel among the better-known titles. I don't know that one, but I do know Da Vinci Code. I know the Da Vinci Code. No way, that was that guy? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know the best exotic Marigold Hotel as a play or a movie. Nor I. Uh, but Friends' adaptation of Life of Pi on Broadway has amassed five Olivier Awards, which oh, I assume wow. is a good thing. It must be, because Lawrence Olivier, Olivier hell, of, hell of a guy. He's a good actor. Yeah. So I'm told. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> uh, and three Tony Awards. That's me. Those are bad. You don't want those. That's like a Razzie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So what do you think? Should we should we go see this in London or what? <laughs> Just hop the pond, as they say. Do they say that? I know they call it the pond, but I don't think I've ever heard hop the pond. Just hop it. Has a phrase. Just hop the pond. Just hop the pond, isn't it? From the colonies. <laughs> Just a couple of Yanks in London town. Yep. In it. Trying to find a spot of tea. <laughs> We would get our asses kicked so oh, fast. Oh, we make fun of British people all the time and get our asses handed to us. But we wouldn't be making fun. We we would think we were landing like, in. Like we'd have too many. <laughs> we'd have too many pints. <laughs> and yeah, we we would think we were blending in. <laughs> Just start quoting. Like, I'm things. totally passing. <laughs> Just quoting Shaun of the Dead and spaced a lot. Because that's our frame of reference for. All of all, London. All things British. <laughs> or Monty Python. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I don't understand how this Or be. Beer Fest. <laughs> Just the two British guys. <laughs> beer Fest is for tossers and sheep jackets. Oktoberfest. Oktoberfest. That's what that's what I said. That's what it, yeah, what'd you hear? Uh yeah, I, I don't understand how the, how this could be constructed on a stage play, um, but I mean I've been surprised before by like you know they made uh, Evil Evil Dead into a, a stage play. They did. That was fun. It was fun. They're doing it again. Do I know. Want? Do we want to go? I I kind of want to go. I'd, I'd go. Think the girls would go again? Nope. <laughs> Which you know what that means? Splash zone. Oh yeah. <laughs> Boys night out. We doing steak night. <laughs> we should try to like not see it on a Sunday this time. That means we can like go out and drink before or after. That'd be cool. That would be cool. <laughs> okay. Well, that's going to be it. Was, was that too much? That was abrasive. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what they call me. They call me abrasive Tony. That's, that's a long <laughs> nickname. <laughs> they call me... Tony Sandpaper, because I'm abrasive. It's true. They do call him that. TSP, for sure. And because I have a very rough penis. (laughs) It's unfortunate. (laughs) Especially for your wife. It's like elephant skin. (laughs) I don't know what I'm saying. I don't either. I'm just going to let you keep going. All right, guys. uh, Let's go ahead and just uh, keep this train rolling. Chugga, 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 chugga. Like some kind of vampire pun here. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, let's let's talk about some vampire movies. Oh my God, Hamlet! I just saw a fucking vampire. All right, guys, as I've mentioned many times already, week one of October is always week of the vampire. Blah, blah, blah. 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 Um, this year, we uh, chose two newer movies. Um, you know, when we started October, it was like, like that was our chance to like watch older movies. Yeah, it was movies that we, because we were kind of focusing on newer movies the rest of the time. Yeah. And so, yeah, it was kind of our chance to go back and watch movies that we never got a chance to review. Yeah. 
And we, uh, that has since like kind of spilled over into the rest of the year. Yeah. So we don't necessarily focus on just old movies in October Om anymore. Which is a little unfortunate. I also feel for, at least for vampires and zombies, we've pretty much done all the movies we wanted to do. That's true. Kind of scraping the bottom of the, of the, the classics barrel. Right. With those ones, I guess. I don't know. Maybe we, maybe next year we change it up a little bit. Find some new, some new constants. Maybe. 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 Who knows? This is year 10. It's it is. Good good time for re- rebirth something. <laughs> or, or something. <laughs> anyway, so we did uh, uh, Shudder Original uh, Blood Relatives and uh, the newest ep- uh, episode. The newest uh, entry into the subspecies uh, franchise. Subspecies 5, Blood Rise. Uh, Taylor, which one would you like to start with? Let's start with Blood Relatives. person will do anything to stay alive. So after they turned me, I decided to start over. Vanessa Murray's daughter from Elk River. We'd passed through 15 years ago. Tell your mother she's mistaken. She died three weeks ago. How'd you find me? The internet. I can go out during the day. Always wear sunscreen, SPF a million, avoided recess, but... Let me see your teeth. Oi vey. Told you. She's definitely yours. What the hell am I supposed to do? Be a person. I'm not a person. I don't have anyone. There's no one there. What do you think this is? You think that I've got some place that I can take you? Like the Batcave? You're feeling a little conflicted. You can imagine how I feel. As a vampire who was also a teenager. Find something that you and your kid connect on. Something you could do together. Maybe we could go on a little trip. Seeing a family member can be very therapeutic. Just give me a taste. This whole thing was a mistake. What do you want from me? Everything! I don't have anything! I'm not mad. I'm... Disappointed. Impressed. So Blood Relatives, uh, written and directed by and also starring Noah Segan... If you don't know who Noah Segan is, uh, yeah, you probably do. Um, <laughs> he is the best part of the Glass Onion, arguably. Sure. I, I cracked up every time. <laughs> um, he's also in Knives Out. He's also in lots of other things. Was he in Knives Out? Yep. He was one of the um, uh, constables. Huh. I guess I have to go back and watch that again. Guess so. I mean, not specifically for him, but just <laughs> not that I don't believe you. It sounds like you don't believe me. What I'm saying is I don't believe you. <laughs> but in this, he plays uh, Francis, 
Francis. A Francis. Um, he is a 115-year-old Yiddish vampire. Now, is Yiddish a type of person? I always thought Yiddish was just a language. Yes. So did I. So, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'll look it up. You do that. But so he lives this, you know, nomadic, vagabond lifestyle where he's just always on the move. He's got this old classic barracuda. A West Germanic language historically spoken by Ashkenazi Jews. Or Ashkenazi. Probably probably not Nazi. Well, if it's N-A-Z-Y or Z-I. And it's from Germany, so. Well. Okay, so he's a 115-year-old Ashkenazi vampire. <laughs> and like I said, he's just constantly on the road. He'll, like, park his car somewhere and put up newspaper to block out all the windows. It's a very near-dark situation. Very near-dark. First thing I thought, too. <laughs> And then, you know, put a big tarp over it and he'll just sleep it through the day. Yep. And he's perfectly content doing this. Um, he's constantly fixing up his car because he's driving it so much. Uh, so he <laughs> goes to this uh, garage shop thing. That's, it's 7.55 and he's like, hey, your sign says you're open till 8. Like, I got five more minutes. Can you just let me in? And Doug Benson, of all people... <laughs> Plays Mert the Clerk. <laughs> um, and he doesn't let him in. So then Francis goes and just eats him. As, as a vampire does. Just ate him all up. Yeah, ate him? <laughs> just like, he's all like, nom, 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 nom. <laughs> but so he's driving along and he's driving along. And then one day he encounters uh, this young girl. Uh, Jane. Jane? Jane. Yeah, he stops at this hotel and gets a hotel room and this girl, Jane, like goes to his hotel room and at first, the woman working at the motel is just like, hey, I don't want you fucking underage girls in my hotel rooms, <laughs> which, fair. Yeah. That's bad for business. Yeah. I mean, unless that is your business, then it's good. True. Yeah, there are some some motels. I realize I keep going back and forth between motel and hotel. <laughs> I hear it too. Um, it is a motel. I also hear me talk. <laughs> yeah, there are some motels that like rent by the hour specifically. Hotel, motel, Holiday Inn. We stayed at Holiday Inn. Holiday Inn Express? Yeah. <laughs> What's the difference? I don't know. This one's faster. There's like Holiday Inn and, Inn and Suites, and then there's Holiday Inn, and then there's Holiday Inn Express. I don't know what the difference is between any of them. I don't either. But this motel costs twenty nine fifty a night, so you know it's good. Oh, yeah. Quality space. But yeah, so this, this woman, um, Jane goes, so... I remember when the sequence of events here is, but Jane goes into Francis's room and I guess right away, she tells him that she's his daughter and she is uh, half vampire, half human. Yeah. 
because her mother was a human that Francis uh, got naked with. Bump did Dudleys. The, did the uh, the old lay down, move around. <laughs> the horizontal mambo? <laughs> the horizontal parade. Um, the chunka <laughs> The old... <laughs> so it's supposed to be sex is the way I do it. <laughs> But at one point she says something about, you know, like when they're talking about her being half vampire and she's like, you know, what does that make me? And I was just like, I don't know. Is it like, like Judaism where if your mom's Jewish, you're Jewish, but if your dad's Jewish, you're half Jewish. (laughs) I mean, stands the reason, I guess. (laughs) But so, yeah, she says that uh, she's his daughter and she tracked him down because her mother died. Uh, died, died, died. <laughs> uh, speaking from lore, that would make her a, a dampier. Mm. They don't say dampier at any point in the No, morning. but that's a half vampire. Okay. So they, like, age slower? Um. Usually, like like Blade, he's kind of like a dampier. And yeah, he well, yeah, because he's a daywalker. Yeah, yeah. Usually, dampiers like have all the all vampires' abilities and like either few or none of their weaknesses. Okay, but speaking of Blade, <laughs> does being a dampier change the way mustard tastes? <laughs> <laughs> oh god damn it fucking blame <laughs> fucking sewage joe <laughs> i love that he's on jury duty and they, nobody recognizes him <laughs> he's just a guy <laughs> like i would have been like you're fucking sewage joe what is going on Nobody recognizes James Marsden either. Well, he's playing himself. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh. Was he just... I, I've actually never watched it. Does he, like, pretend that he's part of the jury? Is that the thing? He is an alternate. An alternate. Okay. Yeah. He's like, I, yeah, I just, I'm just a normal guy, too. I get called in for jury duty. Right, yeah. Okay. Uh, and then he calls the paparazzi to come and take pictures of him because he thought it would be too much of a distraction and he would get dismissed. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so yeah, Jane says that, you know, I'm your daughter and I don't really have anyone else except I have, you know, an aunt in Kentucky and he's like, well, guess we're going to Kentucky because I don't got no time for kids. And he's like, oi, Gavalt. <laughs> he just like slips this Yiddish in yeah. randomly throughout the movie. It seems he's like, don't be Meshuganah. <laughs> it sounds so forced. It does. It's like, okay, you're you're Jewish, we get it. Yeah. <laughs> but he says, you know, he says something about having to schlep across the country. Right. Like, <laughs> He's got to dig some schmutz out of his tires <laughs> or his wheels. Uh, and yeah, then Jane is like in the office and she's, she's looking for jerky because she wants meat. But all the woman has is like muffins or something. And she's just like, 
I told that guy I wasn't going to have any of that here. He, like, pulls out a fucking sawed-off shotgun. <laughs> and just like, all right, I'm going to go kill this guy for sleeping with an underage girl in my motel room. And Jane is like, that's my dad. And the woman's like, that's fucking disgusting. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, why are you still thinking they're sleeping together? It's like she had already decided. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, I don't kink shame, but that's too far. Something like that. Like, So uh, Francis and Jane hit the road. Go to another hotel or motel, I guess. Holiday Inn. <laughs> and uh i mean basically jane just is looking for family like she wants francis to be in her life and francis is just like i've lived this long on my own i don't need anybody else she's looking for fam fam hell yeah dude this girl looked so familiar i thought it was bailey madison like in oh. the, the marketing pictures and stuff, I thought it was Bailey Madison. Yeah, I could see that. She's way less obnoxious than Bailey Madison. <laughs> Actually, I, I think as Bailey Madison has gotten had gotten older, I haven't seen her anything in a long time, but she got less obnoxious. But when she was a kid, fuck, yeah, I that's true. She was, yeah. Um. So yeah, he takes her to Kentucky. Drops her off with this aunt, and the aunt is just like, mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. I like when she's explaining, like, it's like, oh, yeah, I knew your mom had a kid, but, you know. She's like, I got the letters. <laughs> well, I was just kind of waiting for things to just kind of fix, you know, figure themselves out. Yeah, she basically just says, you know, God's will. Yeah. Yeah, she's got, like, a wall of fucking crosses and, like, little shit that you'd buy at Hobby Lobby. Yeah, it says, you know, home sweet home or whatever. Yeah. Home is where the hearth is. Home is where my butt is. Mm, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Have you ever seen the SNL sketch with um, A.D. Bryant? It's like Mother's Day or her birthday or something. And she's, everyone's giving her gifts and she's pulling them out. And they're all those little like wooden signs from Michael's or whatever. <laughs> and it's, you know, like... Home is where the wine is. <laughs> and then they just get like progressively more like, I drink way too much wine. I have a drinking problem. Someone please help me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared how much I need wine. <laughs> I can't even watch a movie without a big pour of wine and, and popcorn. popcorn. My fortune's not getting any bigger. If you bring me a bad deal, I'll... (laughs) (laughs) Um, I got rich from a settlement because I got sewn into the pants of the Charlie Brown balloon. (laughs) I don't like ball boys anymore. (laughs) Because I get, I keep thinking I'm back in the pants. <laughs> Why the, how did you get sewn into pants of a fucking balloon? And honestly, one of the best parts of that skit is just the very end. It's like, could it be you? Like, she just clearly got something wrong with her. And popcorn. 
<laughs> oh, anyway. So eventually, Jane is able to convince. I mean, Jane and this this woman who I I don't know what her deal was, but she's like doing all this stuff. She's uh, Francis's car is in her name, and like she lives in Minnesota. The uh, the black lady. Yeah. Uh, just through them talking, it sounded like she was somebody that he met, I think she said 60 years ago. She was uh, a hematology student. So maybe they just, just became friends. Yeah, I mean, like maybe he was trying to figure out how to cure himself, maybe. I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, she's a human. like Yeah. So I don't really know what the relationship was, but... She more or less talks him into, you know, letting Jane into his life. And so they kind of like start being this, you know, father and daughter. And he starts like dressing like an old man. <laughs> it's funny, like they're sitting at a diner and like she, he, she, she says, you know, have you ever tried to not feed on people? And he says, I've tried. It can be done, but it's, it doesn't feel good. And he says, like... Messes up my metabolism. Yeah, he says, metabolism goes to shit. He starts getting, getting punchy. He starts losing his hair. And it's like, so you, you, get, you get old. You turn into a dad. <laughs> yeah, that's what she says. <laughs> yeah, they try eating, like, raw meat. And he's just like, mm, yeah, no, that does not agree with me. <laughs> well, he says it's like eating eating takeout or, or fast something food like or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so the base, the movie basically just is them, you know, forming this bond and it's, it's not really a horror movie. There's not a lot of feasting going on. No. Um, it's really more of just kind of this daddy daughter bonding movie. And then it just, ends. and it just sort of ends. <laughs> this goes on and on for 90 minutes or so. And then it just sort of ends. <laughs> I was like, I'm watching it and I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, the credits started rolling. I was like, <laughs> wait, hang on. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. Like, yeah, it was, I mean, it ends with them driving off, like literally driving off into well, the sunset, I guess. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and it's just like, it gets to a point where it's like, okay, this is carrying on a little too long. Where I don't think they're gonna go to the next scene, and then yeah, the credits start rolling. I'm like, but it's like it was felt like it was just getting going. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, like it, it was a fine enough movie, I guess. It just felt like it was structured very weird. <laughs> yeah, it almost felt like. Like a couple episodes of a TV show. Kind of, yeah. But just like watching them all in a row with no, you know, breaks. Right. Yeah. I, the middle kind of meanders a little bit, I feel like. Yeah, and that's kind of why it made it feel like the like it was really not resolved properly at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, because, yeah, the, the middle just kind of... Su- like okay, so you know we're introduced to Francis, and that goes on for a little bit, and then we meet Jane, and they kind of butt heads or whatever for a little bit, 
And then it seems like they're, yeah, it's like, all right, let's make a go of this and, you know, actually be a family. And it seems like that doesn't go on for long enough, I guess. I don't know. It's really hard to put into words. It just felt off. Yeah, like this whole scene in or yeah, this whole scene in the middle where like um Francis needs a birth certificate and so they go and find like the first person that he ever bit who's in a, a mental institution and they're going to s- steal his identity. Yeah. And it's it's weird. Played by Josh Rubin. Yeah. From uh Scare Me, is that what it's called? Yes. Yeah, Scare Me and a Werewolves Within also. Yeah, I I didn't remember him in, in Werewolves Within. I feel like I do, but I can't think of who he was. Well, that's not helpful at all. <clears throat> um, well, like it's not bad. No, it's 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 fine. It's a fine movie. Yeah, uh, I got a, you know a few chuckles out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, no, see, like no, Segan. I remember when I first saw him. I thought he was a really bad actor. <laughs> he's a bit of a ham. Yeah. I feel like he's gotten better. Yeah. Like, much better, especially compared to... I think the first thing I ever saw him in was Dead Girl, and he was real bad in that. Yeah, he's over the top in that. Um, and just, you know, everything I've seen him in since, he's, he seems like he's gotten progressively better, and I, I really thought he did a pretty good job in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the acting was good. Um. Victoria Morales, who plays Jane, did a really good job. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tracy Toms, who's, I mean, she's not like an A-lister, but she was in it for probably a collective maybe five minutes. I just kind of thought that her character would have been a little more involved, the way they kind of set her up. Right. She's a teacher or like a principal. Principal, I think. yeah. But yeah, it, it seemed like at one point that maybe like her and Francis had some kind of connection. It seemed like she was into him at least. Yeah. But anyway. But then, yeah, nothing comes of it. All right. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess what I did see, I don't really have a lot of co- uh, complaints, but it was, like I said, it just it felt like there was probably another 20 minutes missing from the movie. Yeah, I'm... I agree with you that it, it it just feels weird, and I don't really know how to explain yeah. it, but just <laughs> something about watching this movie f- felt off. Like, just something about it felt off, and I can't put my finger on what it was. It just, it feels like there must have been, a, like, a substantial part of the movie that was cut out. I, maybe. Uh, it's Yeah, and what exactly that would have in, entailed, I don't really know. It just... It seemed like when it ended that it didn't feel right. I, I, I don't know. Talking in circles, I guess, but. Yeah, you don't really get a satisfying conclusion to the story. Yeah. No, yeah, that, that, that's for sure. Like, you don't feel. I think that's the thing is by the end, you don't really feel like you're that much farther along than you were at the beginning. Yeah. Or at least like the, you know, end of the first act, say. Right. Like that, the second and third act are just like some stuff that happens, but doesn't really seem to progress the story. Right. And then, yeah, it just kind of ends and it doesn't feel satisfying. Right. 
Yeah, I mean, he's written a few things at this point, I think, right? Has he? I honestly don't know. I don't think this is his directorial debut. And I feel like it's probably not his writing debut either. Uh, he has written three things. Um, okay, come on. Of course there was an error loading it. Uh, this, uh, a segment in Scare Package and a short called The Astral Plane. Oh, okay. And this and that thing, that segment of Scare Package are his only directorial credits. Huh. I thought he had more under his belt. Wrong. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, I thought it was, uh, it was competently directed for someone who, you know, this is more or less a first time director. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely, yeah, for a first-time director, very well, well, well made. It's not too, uh, doesn't, doesn't try to do too much. Like a lot of times first-time directors are like, I'm going to do some weird shit. Right. (laughs) It's funny because like, uh, his, in the movie, you know, he's obviously 115 years old, but they say that he looks 35. 35, yeah. It's like, I mean, I'm younger than him, and I don't look 35. <laughs> but, I mean, I guess, well, this can't be right. What? Because he's 40, but he was born in 83. No, that can't be because I was born in 83. And I can't be 40. That can't be right. That's something, something someone's off here. That's, oh, because he's a vampire. That's a vampire. <laughs> I just like, that, that must be it, yeah. <laughs> anyway he also says he's 30 at one point did he yeah when uh when jane is saying um that when he met her mom he was 22 and he goes well i turned 31 this year so hmm. well and i'm like you do not turn 31 this year you lying son of a bitch <laughs> you're a Dirty fucking liar. You're a phony. <laughs> I feel like he and Michael Sarah are like kindred spirits. Maybe that's not the right term. They're very similar. They have, I don't know, similar looks, I think. And also uh they have like not high pitched makes it sound like they're like eh, talking like this. But they, they don't have like low voices like yeah. you or I do. Uh, yeah, no, that was something I kept like it just I don't know if it's just because I've never seen Noah Segan in a movie this much. Yeah. But it just his voice kept coming to the front of my brain every time I heard it. Yeah. And I just kept thinking Michael Sarah. <laughs> because he's got the same thing going on. Anyway. Um Yeah, not a not a bad movie. I don't want to sound like I'm shitting on it because it's not a bad movie right. in any way. It's just um, the the story needed to be fleshed out, and there there needed to be more story progression, yeah, in it, and 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 a more satisfying ending, right? What that would be, I don't really know. Like, I mean, maybe this is a spoiler, but it's pretty obvious. Obviously, they, you know, do make a life together and then ride off into the sunset. Yeah. So in that way, 
yes, you're getting your satisfying conclusion, but also that was done half an hour ago. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. It, it, like you said, it, it's a fine movie. Just felt incomplete. Uh, needed, yeah, definitely needed a much more satisfying ending. And, um, the, the ending we did get felt like, like you said, just something that we had already seen earlier in the movie. Um, yeah, there's not that one big moment to just, you know, send you out the door happy. Right. Um, I'll, or are you going to say anything else? And I'm, the only other thing I was going to say was that, you know, I, like I said, it kind of felt like watching a couple episodes of a TV show or maybe like based on a short, like this wasn't based on a short, but it, you know how sometimes when you watch a full length movie that's based on a short, it just, most of it feels like pattern. Yeah. This kind of feel, feels like that. Yeah, that's fair. Even though that's not the case, but. Um, give it a six. I'm hmm. I'm gonna give it a five. All right, well, I was kind of between a five and a six, but leaning towards five. And then when you said six, I was like, eh, do I want to go more towards six? But stuck with my gut. I almost went five, but I, like I said, I did get a few chuckles out of it. So I'll throw it a bone. Throw it a boner. All right. Don't throw your boner at a vampire. They'll bite it. Bite my dick off. Suck all the all the blood out of it. <laughs> all the blood just rush to it. And they'll, then they'll suck it out, but not in a fun way. Let's just suck out all my manhood. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Next up is the newest entry into the subspecies franchise. It is subspecies five blood rise. Out of the dark ages. Crusaders stole the cursed child. The creature grew to manhood. He was trained in the arts of war. Sworn into a secret sect. We have come for the Bloodstone. What is your name, Crusader? Radu. It is here. Radis Lass is your father. Spare my child. Don't listen to the lies of demons. All that is his can be yours. She spoke the truth, Marev. She's a vampire. She is becoming one. You must never leave me, Radu. Until you are. 
to eternity. What happened? I'm defiant. You are not our master. You have so much to learn. Life or death, this choice is yours. Uh, Blood Rise doesn't make any sense. It's nonsense. No, this is, what, what do you mean? There's no blood. There's, there's no blood rising no. in this film. I don't know what that means. Like, I think, I think the only subtitle in this entire series that makes sense is Bloodstone, but that's because there's a Bloodstone. There, there's a Bloodstone yeah, in the movie. There's a Bloodstone in this movie. Yeah. There's a in this one too, yeah. And then, well, I guess Subspecies 3 is Bloodlust. They're vampires. They're vampires. Yeah, that's just a phrase. Yeah, but blood, blood subspecies four, blood storm. There's no storm. There's no storm of blood. There's no. It's not. It's not no, it doesn't rain blood. No. <laughs> God, we're dumb. Um. All right, so subspecies five. Blood rise. Blood rise. New blood rising. Uh, contrary to what you might think, is not a sequel. It is, in fact, a prequel, mm-hmm. which doesn't make any sense. But what are you going to do? <laughs> it is what it is. Right. It's here now. It's all just play along. <laughs> uh, Blood Rise uh, came out this year. Um, had a very short the- theatrical run. I tried to go see it. Um, but it was like, it was like the night before Crypticon and, you know, obviously frantically trying to get everything ready. Yeah. So it just wasn't going to happen. But you know what? I want to get blood relative to six. <laughs> okay. I can still do that. Cause the episode's not over. Sure. It's like, yeah. it's like I did. You don't take your hand off a chess piece. Yeah. It was like five second rule. Yeah. You can eat whatever you want off the ground. <laughs> Whatever ground it is, as long as it's five seconds. Um, we came home from the fair. <laughs> this is another tangent, guys. It has nothing to do with the movie, so buckle up, buckle up. We came home from the fair uh, last weekend. Uh, the first time we'd ever taken the kid to the fair, so it was, it was it was fun. But we went and walked. He's got this thing about cows. I don't know. He's just very excited about cows. So we took him to the cow barn, and he's so excited to walk around, see all the cows. Does he moo? Huh? Does he moo? No, but he calls cows moos. So mm. he's like, oh, moo, moo. So I guess he technically was mooing. But yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah we just kind of, I mean, w- there wasn't a lot of place for him to, to run away to. So we just kind of let him go and walk around on his own. We just fall behind him. Then he started tipping cows. Yeah. Just being a real troublemaker. <laughs> Um, 
But it's like we brought him home, and it's like I was very conscious of the fact that you know, we we let him walk around this cow barn, and actually other animal barns too. And then you know we put him in a stroller, and then put him in the car, and brought him home. So it's like, wait a minute, he still got all that like cow shit on his feet, like on his shoes. Like I don't want him bringing that in the house. It's like. You, you know, my wife and I, we'd been walking around, so I figured anything that was on our shoes had probably cleared off by, by the time we got to the car. But he wasn't, so it's like, he doesn't have, it's like he's going to get shit all over our carpet. Um, And then it made me think back to all the times I went to a, the fair as a kid and how many times I must have had shit all over my shoes. <laughs> just tracked it all over the house. There's just shit everywhere. It's shit planet. Just shit on these walls. <laughs> Okay, that's the end of the tangent. Blood Rise. Um, so we've talked about subspecies movies on here before. If you have not watched them, they're focused primarily. We've only done one, haven't we? Has it only been one? I think so. I thought we'd done it at least a couple. I, I could be wrong. Um, I think Bloodstone I think is the only one we did. Bloodstone for sure, but I thought there was another one. I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> Either way. Uh, the series focuses primarily on the character of Radu Vladislas, who is um, a, a vampire. Blah, blah, blah. And um, he's just a real evil son of a bitch. He's creepy as all hell. He's got like a demon face and long fingers, long fingies. Yeah, he's got like witch, witch fingers. <laughs> Like little bugles. Like he's got bugles on, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this movie is about it's it's his origin story, is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's gotta have a fucking origin story nowadays. Uh and I guess Radu's no different. Um so this takes place it opens up I don't even know what year, probably in like the long ago. <laughs> Many moons ago. Eons ago. I would guess, during the, it said a crusade, but they didn't say what crusade. The last crusade. <laughs> the, the Indiana, Indiana Jones. Jones. <laughs> this takes place roughly in the 1940s. <laughs> no, because uh, he was, I mean, he was the way he was dressed looked like he was a knight, knight Templar. Mm-hmm. But they, they said he was a knight of the dragon. Which I don't, I don't know that that's a, a made-up thing. thing. Yeah. Um, but uh, so my guess would probably be like, uh, like eleventh or twelfth century, if I had to guess. Um, it begins by where, where we see a, a cave where this witch is giving birth, and it's it's being narrated by like modern day or current day. Uh, Radu, who's kind of explaining, you know, he's born to the, uh, a witch mother, the son of a of a vampire, <clears throat> and yeah, we see this witch just like shitting out a little rubber baby, uh, and uh, it, like immediately after she gives birth, it just so happens that these fucking knights show up and. Try to slay her, but then they take the baby, 
Um, I took the baby. (laughs) (laughs) And they uh, they run off with him, and and, you know this is Radu. He's he's half vampire, half witch. Apparently, I guess. Well, I mean, I already I always knew that, but like the whole thing doesn't make sense. Like half witch. What is it? Is that a thing? Is it going to be half witch? I don't know. It's not like... Oh, man, we didn't even talk about Terry in our Blood Relatives review. Terry. Yeah, Jane's friend. Oh, yeah. That's that was another thing I feel like I could have spent a little more time on. Yeah? not Maybe not much, but... I don't know. Anyway. So, yeah, Radu, he's been spirited away by the church... Um, and even though he is a vampire, they do some kind of magic, which doesn't seem very Christian to me, um, <laughs> to make him look more human. It's basically like a, some kind of glamour spell, I guess. Well, yeah, they're saying they rubbed, they rubbed potions on him just, until he looked human. Just to rub some juice on his face. <laughs> um, and, uh, they cut off the tips of his fingers, which doesn't seem to have, like, uh disfigured him because his fingers looked fine when he's older <laughs> but anyway so they train this half vampire half witch uh to be one of their knights and like they make him one of their best warriors they give him an enchanted blade to slay demons and vampires and he basically just roams around the countryside for for decades uh slaying monsters and in, in, in the name of the church um, we come to a point where he's probably sixties ish. Probably, I, I I mean the 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 guy that plays him. Uh, I don't know if it's Anders or Anders Hove. Um, he's played him the entire series, and you know, even though he has made his mark playing a vampire, he is obviously not one, and has aged just as anybody else would. So he's an old man now. Uh, which is really hard to reconcile because, you know, in subspecies one, he was clearly like in his early thirties. The timeline of this is a little uh, flexible. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like they spent this entire like they spent four movies laying out this storyline, and then they feel like they undid a lot of it with this movie. Which made no sense. Yeah, like why? <laughs> yeah. Um, like his father, uh, I think it's just King Vladislas. But yeah, he's, they, they just kept calling him Vladislas. I was like, is his name Vladislas Vladislas? <laughs> is he like Mario Mario? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, in the original movie, he's played by Angus Scrim and his giant wig. He looks like a like a high justice on like the like court in, in London or something, <laughs> um, and uh, he he basically he looked like how Anders Hove looks in this is what he looked like yeah um, but in this for some reason Vladislas and actually that in that movie he was known as a very um, uh, kind of re- retiring presence like he has made apparently made peace with the human race so like the you know humans and vampires aren't aren't warring anymore because of him 
And this, he see, he seems like just a real evil son of a bitch. Well, this is before all that. So he went from looking like fucking Voldemort into looking like Angus. Well, we Scrim. don't say that name. I, I said it. I said it. Uh, he went, but he he, and then he ends up, you know, however many hundreds of years later, looking like Angus Scrim. Is that just like the evolution of a vampire? Yes. I mean, I guess that does track because that's what Radu looks like now. Yeah. So we, yeah, we, yeah. Fig- we figured it out. There we go. We figured it out, Robin. She had to talk it out. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, where did I leave off with the actual story? <laughs> uh, he was a knight, and they trained him to be a knight and to kill vampires. Right. So he um he goes to his father's castle. Who I mean, he the, the church hid his heritage from him. He has no idea who he is, who he is. He has no idea who his parents are. Or that he's actually a vampire. None of that. Um, but he goes to Castle Vladislas while um, his, his his pops is sucking on chili dog. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, some lady. Uh, and with, with her boobs out because this is a full moon movie. <laughs> it's a full boob movie. <laughs> hey. Uh, and, uh, you know, they, they banter back and forth and then he does the little whoosh thing where he just turns into a big shadow and disappears. It does seem like every woman that gets feasted on in this has her tits out. It's just like, like the vampire's biting. He's like, I'm getting nothing here. And then pulls her tits out. He's like, oh, there we go. <laughs> She's got to release the pressure. <laughs> um, I mean, that's, that's pretty, it's pretty on par with subspecies movies. Oh, sure. It's just <laughs> the whole visual of it is pretty funny. I mean, if you're going to be sucking blood from somebody's neck, why wouldn't you want their tits to be out? Well, you got the view right there. Yeah. I mean, you might as well. Might as well look. You're already there. Um, <laughs> I was watching New Girl uh, earlier. <laughs> Uh, Schmidt's talking about Cece and she's like, did you see that cleavage? I just want to put my arm in there <laughs> and just like, just hack it off. I'll just leave it there and hack it off. I was 120 or 127 hours my arm. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, Vladislav, I guess before Vladislav disappears, is like, you know, you're, you're my, Oh no, his mother Cersei shows up because she's just like kind of hanging out there, like cheering Vladislav on while he's <laughs> like sucking from this lady's neck. And she's like, she's not really saying anything. She's just kind of like like dancing and like you know like ah this type of thing, <laughs> just cheering him on. She's got like pom pom. Yeah. Then he disappears and she comes up like she does like this whoosh thing and just like pops up right next to him. And she's like, you're my son and that's your father. Bah, bah, bah. And there's little uh, Radu's little priest friend is like, no, no, don't listen to that. Don't listen to that. That's nonsense. I wouldn't worry about that little guy. <laughs> but then he says, you know what? Uh, what's his name? Maurice or something like that. <laughs> I don't think it's Maurice, but, <laughs> but something like that. <laughs> Yeah, is Maurice there? <laughs> I mean, his name 
Was something like Maurice. <laughs> something like Maurice. <laughs> Ma- Marius. M- Marius. Marius. Yeah. Uh, he says, Marius, you know what? I think she's probably right. And Marius is like, nah, nah, dog, nah. He's like, no, nah, man, I think it's, I think she's probably right. He's like, nah, that ain't me. <laughs> so they're ready to leave, and they hear some noise in the back. He's like, that bitch ain't my mother. <laughs> uh, and they go find, um, they go into the back room, and then there they find uh, Helena. 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 Who's played by Denise Duff, who played Michelle in the previous three subspecies movies. Um, but now she's playing Helena. 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 <laughs> um, and her son, Stefan, who we also know from the first subspecies movie. movie. Um, and we also know that it's... Uh, um, Radu's half brother. Um, Marius is telling Radu to to kill them because they're they've been, you know, sullied by a demon or or whatever. And he's like, "Nah, they're fine. Look, look at them. They're fine." He's like, "You're cool, right?" And they're like, "Yeah, we're cool." Say <laughs> they're cool. They're cool, man. <laughs> and Marius is just like, "You know what?" I'm not doing this. I'm getting out. I'm out. <laughs> I'll, I'll have no part in this. Um. So they're 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 walking along and walking along, and they're they camp out one night. I don't know where they're going. I don't like going back to the church. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. They camp out one night, and um. I can't remember exactly what happened, but for some reason, Helena starts making a pass at uh, Radu. She was doing that earlier, too. She tried to grab his dick. Yeah. But there's something that prompted it, and I can't remember what it was. It's like he was threatening to leave or something. Mm, I know, because the first time it was just, it might have been this time, too. She was just like, how can I thank you? Maybe. Which is very straight out of a porno. Yeah. She like drops oh, her. you fixed the water cooler. How <laughs> could I ever thank you? I don't have any money. Um, yeah, she drops her cloak and like, you know, does a, undoes a little tie up thing she has on her gown or whatever it is. What does have her frock? <laughs> what is. I've no, I've noticed that in a lot of like period pieces that take place in you know colonial er, early centuries, yeah, women always they're always wearing those like under under gown things, mm. and they've always got that tie at the top that opens up, so there's their tits are practically hanging out. But the thing is, like the slit only goes down to like here, yeah, but, but then it ties like here, so it creates this little like keyhole thing, right? But you untie it, and it doesn't really reveal much. I guess they kind of. Like it kind of opens things up, but I just don't understand what that's for. No, I don't either. I mean, fashion, maybe, but it seems like that head. Like the only thing I can rationalize is that maybe it's there, so there's enough space for them to get it on and off. But that head hole, even without that tie, if you just made that like a like a closed thing, uh, you could get your head out. There's plenty of room. Oh yeah, 
And I don't, they don't have elastic back then, but uh, there's, there's room. There's yeah, room. absolutely. No, I'm not, that's not saying I'm complaining. Because if anybody likes cleavage, it's this guy right here. I'll stick my arm down there. <laughs> 127 hours. It. Um, anyway, yeah, she does that. And then she starts, you know, making a pass at him. You know, grabs, his, <laughs> grabs his cock. And uh, starts uh, kissing on him. And, you know, he's a man of God. So this is obviously a, um, a hard sell for him. But he, Very hard. <laughs> yeah, he's a hard sell. <laughs> He's like, he opens up her legs like he's about to go down on her. Yeah. And then that's when he sees the big bite wound on her leg. Yeah. He runs his hand up her leg and you see like a big deformity, which is clearly, it looked like almost like several bites. Yeah. It it looked infected. <laughs> a little Bactine on there. Yeah. <laughs> Bactine. I've never used Bactine. Have you ever used Bactine? I don't does Bactine still exist? I don't know. I don't, has it been replaced by something newer and more efficient? Like maybe hydrogen peroxide yeah, or like neosporin? Alcohol. Rubbing alcohol. Yeah. I don't even know what Bactine is. I don't either. Just give me get the iodine. <laughs> okay, Grandma. Um, <laughs> it's still around. Bactine. It's now Bactine Max. Oh, there's extra Bactine. Skin loving and germ killing. First oh. aid liquid. That's that's like saying cheese product. <laughs> Benzalconium chloride lidocaine is the technical name. Oh, okay. Oh, that helps you? Well, now you know what it is? It's a disinfectant, and lidocaine is a pain reliever, I think. Well, yeah. So it's, yeah. There you go. Topical anesthetic. Yep, yep. Yep. Um, <laughs> take nothing else away from this episode. Learn what back team is. Uh, yeah. So he finds out that she's a vampire, and um, goes to lance her. <laughs> and but then I think like was it, her son tries to stop him. I think and he's like, "No, I'm not going to do it. I'm just, I'm just fooling." And uh, that's when Vladislav shows up. He's like, you see this bitch? You see this kid? They're mine. Now fuck off. And then he does a little whoosh. whoosh. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Are you guys following this? Is this exciting for you? (laughs) Um, uh, It's like it, it jumps through over like centuries. Like he he eventually finds his mother, um, who starts training him in like magic and black arts and stuff. Well, um, Helena bites him. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I feel like that's important. Thank you. Yes. She. So they when they left Vladislav's castle, they took the bloodstone with them, and he suckles from the bloodstone. Yeah. The bloodstone looks like a titty. It like like a like or maybe like a rubber nipple. I mean, I wouldn't put it past them. <laughs> Um, you know what it doesn't look like is a stone. <laughs> well, no, it's a bloodstone. Yeah. Bloodstones look different. Kind of looks like an eggplant. <laughs> <laughs> With like a little skeletal hand wrapped around it. Yeah. Um, but I don't, they, they're always like, drink from it. And I'm like, there's no hole. 
just, you suck. You just suck. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's got the blood of the saints in it. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> it's got the blood. Sangre de Santos? Yes. Um, and uh, presumably it just kind of replenishes itself. <laughs> yeah. That's the whole because they've been legend suck- of the bloodstone. Yeah, they've been sucking on it for thousands of years. Yeah. Um, just sucking and sucking. Sucking. You just suck the fuck suck fest. <laughs> sucking so fucking hard. <laughs> um, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, so I guess, yeah, they had the bloodstone and she just starts craving it and like i think that's kind of why this the way she starts making a pass at him is to so she can and suck off the stone she convinces him to suck it off too <laughs> and then everybody's just sucking it off <laughs> they gave it to the kid and he starts sucking it off and then <laughs> radu is just like oh no she turned me and then seriously is just like no dude you've always been a vampire right like none of this it there was no point in any of this right <laughs> Uh, but for some reason, and I'm sure this seems like too simple of a thing for them to have not explained. For some reason, because she bit him, he starts the the glamour starts wearing off. Um, and he st- his his deformities slowly start to come back. Anyway, so he goes and trains with his mom. It's kind of like a Jedi montage type thing. <laughs> He's learning how to do black magic and how to how to do the whoosh. And it's all like push it to the limit. Right. Limit. She has him running up and down stairs, <laughs> chasing behind a bicycle. Um <clears throat> a, uh then for it's even though he's been training with her and living with her rent free for hundreds of years, uh he decides that I'm gonna go steal some of her shit. <laughs> Because apparently he's like a degenerate teenager. <laughs> and she walks in on him doing it. And she's like, you little fucker. And he just like takes off and, or no, he, he stabs her with something. He like impales her. She's like, you little fuck. Don't you come back here. <laughs> you better get <laughs> And so he starts kind of just wandering for hundreds of years on his own till he meets um, Ash. Ash and Ariel. Yep. Uh, brother and sister troubadour combo. Yep. Um, this is probably maybe like 16th century-ish. Um, and uh, Ash is actually a has been a character in a couple previous films. He was in, um, um, I think three, no four. Sorry, he's in part four, Bloodstorm and Vampire Journals, which was the spin spinoff movie. <clears throat> but this guy looks nothing like the guy who played Ash in the other movies. Oh, really? <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. Anyway, so he uh, he turns them. And, you know, for hundreds of years, they're just, like, basically regretting their decisions. And they eventually take off. It's like, fuck this guy. And so he walks around for hundreds of years alone again. Then he eventually finds them. And he fi- they 
Do we do spoilers in October, Rama? I can't remember. Mm-mm. No? Okay, well, maybe I should stop. It's just basically, so this whole movie takes it kind of leapfrogs through, you know, the hundreds of years or you know, centuries that, um, or uh, millennia that Radu's lived through and kind of how he arrived to where we know him. Um, the whole element of Helena looking like Michelle comes into play. Um, it's a bit of a spoiler, I guess, to explain why. But it also, it's kind of funny because Michelle is played by a different actress in the first movie. <laughs> uh, and that that kind of makes it a little funny. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, so it, it, it took a while because, you know, Anders Hove, like I said, he's in his 60s, you know, his skin's getting loose, his hair's turned gray. And he has less hair now. Uh, So it's like, even after, through the progression of the movie, like I said, this glamour that he had put on him at birth has started to wear off. And his true true image has started to come through over time. You know, his his fingers grew out. Grow back, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Um, I guess it's because he drank the bloodstone? Is that? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, because he's like all upset because he thinks that Helena turned him. And then his mom was just like, nah, dude, this is the way you've always been. Right. And it's like, well, so why? I, get... I don't know. I have to assume they haven't been cutting off his fingers weekly for the past 75 Probably years. Probably not. <laughs> I'm sure he would have noticed that. Um. All right. Time for your manicure. <laughs> oh, no. We do this for everyone. <laughs> all right. Bite this stick. This is really gonna fucking hurt. Um. Anyway, so yeah, it's just it's basically just about Radu and how he has spent however many hundreds or thousands of years basically walking alone. I walk alone. Yeah, I like that song, like Batista. Yep. And then we come to find out that he is actually Dave Batista. That would have been a twist. Didn't see that coming. Anyway. Um, yeah. So I kind of have a love-hate relationship with this franchise uh, in that like, I really love the first two movies and don't so much love any of the others. Um, I will say that this was better than Bloodstorm, part, you know, part four. But... Uh, Still, still not great. Um, I appreciate, I appreciate that. Uh, let's see, what's it? Um, Ted Nicolau, that's his name. Uh, the guy he has directed all of the movies and written all but the first one. So you don't see that very often. Yeah. Um. And so, the, like, I, I really appreciate this whole franchise has basically had the same guy at the helm the entire time. Um, you know, Charles Band uh, uh, produced it. You know, it's, it's a full life, or not full life, um, full moon movie. Um, so, obviously, Charles Band was involved. But so I appreciate all that. Um, I just, 
Something about the first two movies in particular seemed so authentic. Um, you know, obviously shot it on location in Romania, you know, the first two. So that obviously added something to it. And then also, even though it was clearly low budget, um, the the authenticity of it uh, came through. Whereas this one and Bloodstorm and... Um, Blood, rage, bloodlust. Those were, seemed like they were kind of like getting to be a departure from their first two, um, and not so much focusing on creating like a realistic atmosphere, or creating like a. Even though it's a you know a direct-to-video franchise, well, except for this one, obviously it had a short theatrical run. <laughs> Um, the first two really felt like something you could see in a theater. It you know, and, and that I think that was really kind of part of Charles Band's vision was creating low budget films that felt like big budget films. Um, and I feel like the, the these last few movies, including this one, just didn't really have that same. I don't know, vibe to it, I guess. I, I will say that this was definitely closer to that than than the previous two were. Uh, you, you haven't even seen the whole series, have you? Nope. Yeah, so you're kind of... I have only seen Bloodstone because you made me watch it. Right. <laughs> made you watch it. Yep. Whatever. Whatever. Uh, yeah, so I don't really have, you know, an attachment to, to this franchise or anything but when i was watching this one i was like is this good <laughs> i thought this one was good it it doesn't feel like to your point um i mean it wasn't something i thought while watching it, but it doesn't feel like a theater movie it feels like a you know direct-to-video or direct-to-streaming yeah. uh film which is fine um but yeah i thought the story was mostly coherent like i said there was some points where you were just like like the whole thing with helena and then it's like he's like oh no she turned me and it's like no you're already a vampire and i'm like what is the point of this (laughs) he's like oh well shit well okay then i'm just gonna be a vampire from now on (laughs) (laughs) i'm just gonna vamp up or vamp out or whatever it is people do Yeah, um, I it's 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 a well done movie, it, it definitely is. Yeah, um, and I, I'd say creating a backstory to this was uh, inter- uh, inventive. Like, I mean, like it's Radu is definitely. Can we talk a- about the part where he goes back to his father's castle, or is that a spoiler? Uh, which I mean, like, sure, I guess. Uh, so. He, he goes back to his father's castle and he says, you know, what happened to my father? And uh, I think it's Cersei. It's just like, you know, he's down in the basement or whatever with the sword of something. Laertes. The sword of Laertes, you know, run through him. And so Redu goes down there and he lifts up the sword 
Vladislav wakes up and he's like, you have resurrected me. What is, what is your name so that I may thank you? And he's like, I am your firstborn son. Ah! <laughs> he stabs the shit out of him. You go dead now. <laughs> that part cracked me up. Because <laughs> it's not just like, he doesn't just plunge it back in. He's just like, ah! <laughs> uh, like, uh, when he... When he first um, abducts um, Ash and Ariel, you know, they wake up and they're in this bed and he's kind of hovering over them. And Ariel goes, where are we? And he's, <laughs> he says, we're in the catacombs beneath my father's castle. He's like, it's my, my room, my basement room, my dad's place. <laughs> it's like an apartment. <laughs> it's basically an apartment. I have my own bathroom. I gotta go upstairs to the kitchen though. I got but I got a hot plate. <laughs> um anyway, yes. It, it was definitely well done in general. It was so much better than the last one. Uh Bloodstorm was fucking unbearably bad. Um I think I so I I did a full moon panel. At um, at Crypticon, that's why I wanted to see this at the theater so bad, so I could have a point of reference on that panel. God damn it! <clears throat> um, so I but I watched all the other subspecies movies and like like I had in my head, it's like man, I remember Bloodstorm being really bad, but maybe I'm like maybe I'm like over exaggerating it, exaggerating it in my head. Mm-hmm. And I watched it and like I stopped paying attention to it. It was so bad. <laughs> but no, this is definitely it's hard to say it's a return to form. Cause it still doesn't feel the same as the old ones. Um but I I'd I'd say it's definitely an improvement. And the the idea of having kind of an origin story or you know, backstory to Radu and how he came to be the way he is was interesting and, and, you know, something I, I never really thought thought of or thought that I'd ever see, but yeah, I'll, I'll give credit for that where, where credit's due. It's, it's definitely interesting. Um, I don't know. Anything else? You know, Not really. Yeah. Well, Make, makeup's pretty cool. Yeah, not a lot of feasting in this one either. It's not they had a lot of gore or anything, but yeah. I'm trying to think, I don't think we. I mean, there's always been like a lot of blood, but not really like a lot of like viscera type stuff. You yeah. Know? Um. But even this one seemed like it was kind of light on the blood, huh? It felt like it. Yeah. Well, can't win them all. Um. Yeah. So, I'd I'd put this above the last one, maybe even part three. I'd I'd have to watch part three again. It's kind of a haze. Um, but definitely not. It doesn't top part one or part two. Um, shot well. 
most of it's acted well. There's some pretty hokey day players that really drag it down. But aside from that, I'd say the main cast did pretty well. Even that little kid was seemed like he was doing his job yeah. fairly well. Um, boobs, blood, vampires, all good things. Yep. Um, Mm, torn. You go first. Um, I don't really remember Bloodstone, but I was just looking at the ratings for it. I gave it a seven. You gave it an eight. And like I said, I thought this one was good, but eight feels drastic. <laughs> so I'm going to give this one a seven as well. I gave Bloodstone an eight. <laughs> I'm really torn between a six and a seven. I'm, I'm, I'm having a hard time with it. I'll just give it seven. Alrighty. All right, guys. There, there, there. She no, not there. There she blows. That's there. That, she sucks. Yep, because vampires. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it. <laughs> um. Guys, if you didn't know a, a boy who watched wrestling in the 90s, you missed out because we would all just walk around telling each other to suck it. Yeah. Just like chopping our crotches so hard. Just all the time. <laughs> and it's like, I feel like even kids that didn't watch wrestling were doing it because there's there two ways to tell if a kid you knew watched wrestling. As if he did suck it like this. Or if he did suck it like this. Yep. Um, but anyway. Okay, uh, so that's going to wrap it up for Week of the Vampire. Hope you guys enjoyed it. I know we uh, we, we get a little silly on these ones. We have, we have I think we have more fun than usual on these we ones. Have, we have fun. Yeah. Because it's a celebration, bitches. Hey. October. Halloween. Yay. Go team. Um. We are going to be back next week, guys. That's One right, next week. week. Uh, and we fucked up, so now we have to... Well, Taylor fucked up. I didn't fuck up. You fucked up. I didn't fuck up. I didn't invite them. You could have been like, no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I have other commitments. Ten years in the making. <laughs> anyway, so next week we're going to be uh, doing Week of the Zombie... Guess what, guys? It's also our 10-year anniversary. Crazy. We have been doing this show for 10 goddamn years. So 10 years is the 10 anniversary. Yeah. So we can make decorations out of tinfoil. <laughs> tinfoil. <laughs> can make a disco ball out of tinfoil. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we're going to be watching two zombie movies, guys. Yes, sir. Taylor, what are we going to be watching? We're going to be watching uh, Little Monsters, not the Fred Savage, Howie Mandel one. Because that's not a zombie, not a movie, zombie movie, idiot. It's a great movie. but It's a great movie. So good. No, with uh, Lupita Nyong'o. And then we're also going to be watching the classic Night of the Creeps. Ha. <laughs> 
I do the creep. Ah. <laughs> uh, look out for that, guys. It's gonna look be, out. It's going to be an exciting it. time. We might try to do something extra. Yep. Maybe. Naked. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> uh, and that will be a mini-sode. Or, sorry. Fun, fun size. Fun episode. Uh, so it's only going to be about an hour commitment. Roughly. Yeah, don't 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 hold me to that. Um, in the meantime, Taylor, where can people find us? They can find us at graveplotpodcast.com, as well as wherever you listen to your podcasts. Rate, review, and subscribe. Give us five stars. Put a little sum in the text box. doesn't matter what it says. We're not going to read it, but it does help <laughs> us move up the charts. Uh, you can put, you know, your favorite vampire movie. Taylor or, might read it, though. Uh, I might read it. Is it um, just make tiny little cuts on his wrist. Just put just put suck it. <laughs> then we'll know. And then we'll know. Uh, also, we are on social media. You can find us anywhere as Grave Plot Podcast, except Twitter, we were where we are Grave underscore plot. And of course, patreon.com slash grave plot podcast. You can pick week three as of right now. You can go and vote for the theme of week three. We'll pick the best one or the one that sucks the least. Oh yeah. The one that we can actually find movies for. Yeah, that's that's the biggest part is finding movies that we can like fit into this topic. Right. It's like, oh uh, yeah, fucking week of the Mothman. Yeah. It's like okay. Okay, Mothman prophecies and what else? And something. It's gotta be two. Yeah. It's like week of the swamp thing. <laughs> what? I guess there are two Swamp Thing movies, but that's uh, still yeah. Don't 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 be a dick. Don't put Swamp Thing. <laughs> <laughs> also, make sure you check out GreatPlotFilmFest.com. Great Plot Film Fest Part Six coming to Arc Lodge Cinemas next year. You want to be a part of it? I promise. Yeah, do it. Don't be a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I ever called somebody a pussy on the show. No, I'm pretty sure you have. Have I? <laughs> I think recently. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, sounds like something I do, I guess. All right, guys. So uh, until we talk again, enjoy your week because we'll be back for you. And if you don't show up, well, I will kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we have fun. It's fun. It's fun stuff. Lighthearted. Good times. All right, guys. We'll catch you next time. Until then, I'm Skeletoni. I'm Taylor of Terror. This has been the Grave Plot Podcast, where we're all a little dead inside. <laughs>